0: episode 433 it is Thursday here in Cincinnati it's still hot and sticky we are almost at the end of June we just moved into the Sun sign of cancer we have five planets that are all lined up in the sky for a beautiful show this weekend I think tomorrow I am about to have a new moon circle tomorrow night like all kinds of good stuff is happening astrologically energetically (laughs) physically emotionally Yeah, I am going to share with you about a movie today. So if you have not seen the movie and there's a little bit of interest as I start talking about this, you might want to pause and then watch the movie and then come back and listen to my podcast or listen to it, watch the movie, come back and listen again because I think it'll just give you such a different perspective on what I'm going to share and it's not required. There's a movie called Limitless that came out in 2011, um, and that's the title of today's episode. It is kind of a gruesome movie. I'm not into blood and guts and killing and torturing and all of that stuff that seems to be in most mainstream movies now. Big blockbuster hits have to have a lot of blood, apparently. I'm not so into that, but I I was fascinated by the storyline and the concept, and they took that movie and made it into a series, which was on Netflix for a little while. I watched all of those. Um, I think that was 2015. Not when I watched it, but when um, it was created. And now it's gone. I don't know if you can find it anymore. So (laughs) you get the movie review from me here and how it applies to what I'm experiencing in this moment. So I guess the first thing I would say is feel the, the vibration of the word limitless, the expansiveness that happens when we tap into that word. We take what felt like a limit and we move it. <laughs> we just dissolve it and allow something new and bigger to form. That's the vibration, the feeling that I am sharing and will do it through the story of the movie and it also ties into what i started sharing last week i was talking about melanie ann layer and her invisible offer which just started yesterday and is actually called cash the sequence to aligned wealth Uh, we've had one class and i can already feel the limitless uh, direction that we are going how she is taking what we have held to be true as this is our lives, this is how it looks, and this is the way it has to go. And she's expanding the potential with us. She's not even nudging, like knocking open the walls that we have held ourselves in. And so as I do in my podcast, I take what I am experiencing in my life, what I'm working through, and then bring it here to share with you, knowing there must be a match energetically if you're spending time listening or watching uh, what I'm sharing. So you're kind of, sort of, (laughs) going to get to go through the course with me in terms of what I'm experiencing rippling out is going to ripple right into you. And then we'll see how it bumps what is ready to shift in your journey. So we start with limitless. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Okay, so the movie, let's start with the movie. Whoa. Um, It also ties into plant medicines, in my opinion. And so there's lots of threads and overlaps that we will explore. In the movie, Bradley Cooper is this guy, journalist, alcoholic, I think, or addict, who um, is unemployed and losing his girlfriend and can't get his stuff together and um, is really down at the end of the ropes, down on his luck, and he runs into an old friend. They have lunch, and the old friend is telling him how great he's doing, how amazing his life is, how everything is going so well, and there's this reason. And so he slides this little pill over to his friend, and he says, try this, try this thing. It's called, he didn't give him the name at the time, but it's called NZT, whatever that is in real drug terms. I don't know. NZT. NZT? I think that's right. So Bradley Cooper's character takes the drug, and You can see it moving through his body and rewiring and lighting up all of the signals and shooting information to every single cell and having his brain just have this huge breakthrough. You can just see all this stuff happening. And then he remembers all details ever from any moment in his life. And it all like comes together and suddenly he sees how every single thing is interconnected and he has this amazing epiphany and he writes all this stuff and everything happens and then the drug wears off and he's laying on the couch or on the ground or wherever he was like, whoa, what happened? I need more of that drug. <laughs> so he goes back to his friend and I think when he goes back to his friend is the first time that happens, I think his friend has been killed because someone else knows about the drug and wants the drug and they killed him to get the drug. So Bradley Cooper's character finds the drugs that were hidden somewhere and takes them. And now he has a small stash. <laughs> so this whole movie is about his journey of working with the drug and seeing what it does to him and then coming back into his reality and not knowing how to navigate. And over the course of the movie, there's an antidote that's create. Okay, the other thing that happens, the people who take the drug often, end up dying because their systems can't handle it and so the body starts to go against itself decay rot inside like it can't handle what the drug is doing and so there's this price to pay you can have this huge expansive amazingness but then you're going to be older weaker and more ill and Bradley Cooper's character finds this antidote And, of course, there are strings attached with the person who gets him the antidote. And he has to do the things that they want him to do. And so he has this amazing rise to success using this drug with the antidote to help him. And also, at the same time, he's now bound to the rules of the one who's giving him the drug. It's a fascinating, fascinating story. In the spinoff that was on TV, there's another character who has the same sort of situation, ends up meeting... Um, the one who can give him the antidote and then gets hired by the FBI to I think it was the FBI to help them like solve their cases in exchange he has to send the information that the one who's given the antidote needs so he's like the mole in the FBI, who's leaking all this information out. But also, he's the cool guy who can take this drug. They all know it. They give him the drug. They understand what he's doing. They just don't know that he has an antidote. They don't know that he can actually like be superhuman. And so he's, he's in this weird place of amazing success. And, you know, feeling like invincible superhuman and also having to do what he's told to do by the guy who has the antidote. It is So interesting. So the duality, the contrast of that is so interesting to me, but it's also so interesting to watch how the brain retrieves information, puts it all together, and then delivers some new possibility or solution or You know, They solve the crimes, they are ahead of the bad guys, they do all these amazing things because the drug is like wiring this pathway that outmaneuvers anyone and that brings all the information together at exactly the right moment with exactly the right solution and next steps. It's fascinating to see how it works and the writing is amazing. So if you get a chance to watch the movie and or the series, I highly recommend it. Get past the gruesomeness. The other part, the other movie that aligns with that a little bit that I kept thinking about was Lucy with Scarlett Johansson and more gruesome even (laughs) than the Limitless movie. But it's, it's the same sort of concept. Like when a drug does these things to the body and the brain that allows it to super advance and access next levels of consciousness... What is possible? Can the body keep up with that? Can the body metabolize holding that much awareness and information? Can the human enjoy being a human when there's that much consciousness and awareness, always accessible, guiding the path? Can the human metabolize that? Are we at a place where we are ready for that level of consciousness, knowledge, connection, information overload, like can we handle it and you know clearly Lucy didn't, (laughs) it didn't work, she couldn't do it (laughs) but it was fascinating to see how they created the visuals of how the medicine was working through her body and what it looked like and beautiful cinematography by so many creative Individuals. It's amazing to consume that kind of creativity as on this receiving end. Okay, so that's the whole idea of the movie. What feels interesting to me is to connect it also to plant medicines and the way that plant medicine can be an ally. And by that, I mean all forms of plant medicine. There's a whole variety of ayahuasca, psilocybin. Um, all kinds of other natural ingredients that people are using as a healing and as a way to access consciousness that is beyond the physical limitations of what we're able to see and touch and feel in this moment. What I believe, and I think I've shared this before about plant medicines, what I have found for myself and what I believe to be true is the antidote is necessary in order for plant medicines to be a true ally in our journey to not become a drug that we're addicted to but to become a support for our consciousness expanding and the antidote is integration actually taking time and space and pausing to integrate whatever the plant medicine is teaching us whatever it is bringing to our awareness our next level of consciousness to take the time to process that to be with it to apply it to weave that wisdom into our daily lives. That's the antidote. And we are the ones that hold that if we're going to play in the spaces of plant medicine and ceremony. We're the ones who have to choose how we're going to engage with the wisdom of the plants. And and I've witnessed many who've just moved from ceremony to ceremony to ceremony, and I believe we can always find our way back if that's what we choose to focus on. But the journey is so much harder, and the body the body has a difficult time metabolizing that much expansion without the integration. And I don't I don't have a schedule or a timing of what that is for anybody. Each one of us determines that for ourselves. But I feel like that's a that's a really significant um, teaching or wisdom to share with anyone who is experimenting or playing in those spaces of plants and consciousness, sharing your journey. And there's so much information now about support systems and groups, and there's a telephone number. I was just listening to a podcast by East Forest, and he interviewed this woman, and they have, I have to see if I can get it again. They have a phone number you can call if you're in the middle of a plant medicine journey and you feel like you're needing support. You can call this number, and there are people who are waiting to sit with you in that time and space and like support you through it. I feel like that is next level integration. That is next level like awesomeness <laughs> to have community around, to have someone who can be with you as your, as your consciousness is shifting. Oh, what a gift. What an absolute gift. I'll see if I can get that number and put it in the description just because I think it's always helpful to have Um. yeah, so (laughs) digress there into plant medicine (laughs) spaces. But I feel like, this is just a ramble, but I feel like plant medicines are, let me see how to say it better. So Gaia, Earth, is a physical planet that creates and expresses through nature, through trees and water and, and sunshine. Well, she doesn't have sunshine, but she brings the sunshine in. You know, through all of these physical, natural elements, Gaia is creating this environment for us, this home for us. And I believe trees and plants, you know, they're all interconnected underneath the ground. They're all rooted into the same physical soil, the same base energy. And, and Gaia's consciousness sits in the core of that dirt, that soil and feeds all of the trees and the plants that are emerging above the ground. We as humans tend to live only above the ground, we walk on the surface of the earth, sometimes we dip into the waters or we go down underground, but most of the time we are above the surface. I feel like the plant life our planet, especially the ones that are designed to be medicinal, the plant life help us ground down into another level of consciousness with Gaia. It's funny, I can hear sirens. (laughs) My friend told me, remember this from another podcast, he said, when you hear sirens, it's because you're at a high frequency. (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) When we are walking above the surface of the earth and we have ways to ground and connect our energy our conscious awareness into the earth we tap into a deeper understanding of gaia i truly believe that when i guide meditations in our being with viv meditations one sunday a month when i guide the meditation to go down and connect to gaia there is always some powerful message that gaia consciousness is sharing is saying to us in that meditation space because we choose to tap way down to bring our thoughts and our focus down into the earth we can do that by hugging trees sitting by trees talking to trees connecting with the plants while we walk around in our garden or as we dig and um, grow vegetable gardens we can do it in that way and there's also the consciousness of plant medicines where you sit in a ceremony and the The grounded rootedness of these plants that hold information. They are representations. They are the ambassadors for Gaia's consciousness. And when we sit in a ceremony that is held with intention and we bring that wisdom into our bodies, the cells of our bodies light up. They know. They're like, (laughs) like all this beautiful healing happens when it is done with integrity and intention and respect for the plant and respect and love for gaia gratitude for the ways that she shares her wisdom with us it's the most beautiful profound expansion of consciousness like that is limitless in a what i believe to be a pure natural way and we can only handle so much at one time and so they need to be spaced out. They need to be given the time and the marinating <laughs> energy to sit with all of the beautiful nuggets that were received and then bring that into our cells and feel how our cells are like lighting up. And, and then we carry that wisdom. We emanate that wisdom because we now are like represent an ambassador of the plant (laughs) right we the plant is the ambassador for Gaia and then we receive some of that wisdom and then we are the ambassador for the plant and how do we honor what the plants are teaching us we walk and do and say and share what it is we receive in those ceremonies we apply those gifts we are the living breathing expression of Gaia with that extra wisdom, with that extra love, and what what a privilege to be able to do that, wow <laughs> plant medicines who knew <laughs> who knew i'd be sharing all this stuff about plant medicines with you guys, but it just feels like feels like Gaia is nudging or encouraging, urging um, an expansion of consciousness in a really beautiful way, in in her way, in her way, not in the chemical NZT drug that needs the antidote that has all the power and the control over it, not that way, not in a pharmaceutical, we have to do it in the ways that the big companies tell us because it makes more money, not that, in a in a small community, intimate, from the ground to the mouth, like like the beauty of love in every careful transfer of a gift from one person to another and then to receive that into our bodies with such reverence, such gratitude, and then apply it. Like I feel like that's how Gaia is asking us to to continue expanding consciousness, to continue our healing individual journeys, you know, to do it in community, but to do it in ways that are such high integrity and with such love and such support around us. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to Limitless. (laughs) Limitless the title, not Limitless the movie, because... I feel like you need to see that um, to understand a lot of what I'm sharing. It was a wild movie. So how does all of this apply to what I'm feeling about the potential of who we are here to be as humans? Last week we had this beautiful download of love that flowed through in the Don't Give Up episode. Um, I watched it this morning I'm like, oh. There was so much love. (laughs) There was so much love pouring through me. That was such a beautiful transmission. It was just so pure and it felt so um, non judgmental and all inclusive and honoring of whatever anyone decides. And so here I am with this new episode saying limitless. What does that mean? In the um, cash course that we are all taking in this group with Melanie and Lair. Her title of her program is Alpha Femme, her organization. If you want to look it up, I'll put the link in the description. It's amazing what she's accessing and sharing with all of us. Um, in last night's first call, she was talking a lot about the the small containers that we hold for ourselves with our dreams, with our visions, how we have these tiny little ideas of what we feel is possible. And we put all these boundaries and barricades around it. I talked last week about the heart, how, you know, for me, that's been some of my biggest work is to to take down the armor and open up the heart and allow my heart to continue playing and giving and receiving energy and love and how sometimes that's so scary. What Melanie was describing last night is people doing that with their businesses, with their dreams, with their relationships, with their lifestyles to put like, I'll have to do this in two or three months or I'll do this in one week or I'll find my life partner immediately this weekend at this event. And so we squeeze and tighten time around whatever it is that we're dreaming about. And what I kept thinking about was my claim about a month and a half ago about my summer of manifestation, how I sent an email out about it. I was talking about it in the podcast, how I'm going to have a summer of manifestation, which I am, (laughs) and how my summer of manifestation is going to focus on Gaia and pleasure and gratitude and affirmations, which I am, which I have been. And what I realized last night and this morning when I was meditating, like, wait a second, why is it just a summer? Look at how I put this little tight contraction around this idea of manifestation. I said, Manifestation, summer. <laughs> I'm gonna do it all this summer. And then there won't be any more manifestation. <laughs> and I didn't even realize I didn't realize I was doing that. I was so proud of myself because I'm like, Yes, summer manifestation, I'm on this, I've got this. <laughs> and look at how I limited it. And so I was sitting with the idea of, what if it's a lifetime of manifestation? What if it's for the rest of my life as Vivian Gerard, I'm going to be manifesting big, like so big. What? What would that even look like? And I can feel just that one shift of summer to lifetime (laughs) limitless, (laughs) like what could I manifest if I'm focusing on manifestation for my whole lifetime, not just for the summer? And this is exactly what Melanie was activating in all of us in last night's class. It's, it's this bigger picture perspective. Are you going to look at the tiny little possibility or are you going to say, I've got all the time in the world. I've got my whole life to manifest all the things that I wanna manifest. Well, now there's no pressure. <laughs> Now, I'm like, I wonder what I'm going to manifest in my life. It's going to be huge. I mean, huge. I've had dreams, but I don't know if I've ever thought of lifetime dreams. I've thought of in the next few years, in the next few. I don't even know if I've thought of the next few years. I mean, I talk about the guys' love festivals, and in my mind, I'm like, okay, we'll do the documentary next year because it didn't work out for this summer. We'll do it next year, and then maybe I'll do the festivals after that a year or two later. I haven't thought of Lifetime in a lifetime. How many guys love festivals? Do you think I can create, hold space for, go participate in, seed to have happen when I'm doing other things and I'm not at the festivals anymore, like limitless. There's so much room for festivals and there's no deadline. So I'm not late, I haven't screwed up, (laughs) I'm not missing anything, it's happening. It's just not in this moment yet, but I know it's happening. And that spaciousness in my heart to, to open up in that way is incredible. It's incredible. To bring it back to plant medicines, that's the feeling that I have consistently anytime I sit in ceremony space with plant medicines. It's this reminder from Gaia, like anything is possible. So many of my favorite moments in ceremony spaces have been ones where I have felt, I felt the bridge between Source, my community that I call my Gaia tribe, my souls that I was birthed with. I wrote all about it in uh, One Day Gaia's Gifts, like all those souls that I adore and love. I could feel how yes we have this cosmic connection and we're all also here right now on gaia doing really really cool amazing things and there's this bridge between the two and the plant medicines often have been that bridge for me they have reminded me or shown me the stories the knowledge of who i am at an infinite level and brought it here into this embodiment as vivian here in this planet Earth <laughs> right now <laughs> I am living all of that history here and and so it, the plants have been like a limitless experience for me they have tapped me back into that highest potential and expression and reminded me over and over again of who I am um, Melanie talked about context you know like the context of who we are not just right now but like as a person as a human as a soul and I I feel that I know that what happens when we get into our humanness when we live the human journey every single day is that collective energy that you know you know what I mean the heaviness of everyone's limitations belief that this is true all that we have right now the limits that humanity and this experience of being a human squeeze in on us like we we start to believe that we start to embody that feeling more than the limitless feeling we get immersed in the day's activities and the routine of it and the heaviness of it and we we disconnect or distance a little more, not disconnect, distance a little more from that vibration of excitement and joy and enthusiasm. And so I believe for, for us as humans, so much of the integration and the living of this journey is how do we hold that bigger potential? How do we find ways to keep tapping into the limitless expressions of who we are? For some people, it's meditation. For some people, it's plant medicines. For some people, it's both. <laughs> For some people, it's exercise or it's writing or swimming or skydiving or creating art, music. You know, there's so many there's so many methods or ways that prayer, um, yoga, that we can access that potential inside of ourselves and give it some room to breathe. Give it some space. Push back the collective energy a little bit and sit in the wonder of who we are and then begin applying that and then begin walking that, begin creating from that. I, I feel like that's why there's so many podcasts right now. We, I myself, need this structured point of reference, this structured uh, process that has me sit down and assess where I am and tap into that limitless part of myself. Every time I do a podcast, I sit here on my meditation cushion, and I do my process of crystallizing, and I connect in with my guides, and every time they're like, you're doing great. (laughs) You're doing great. Just keep going. (laughs) What's the focus for the next week? (laughs) And that, that stillness, that steadiness, I get to express that in the video and then watch that back as myself, the human watching the soul expressing this message and go, okay, all right, that's right, that's right, I'm limitless, that's right, how did I forget? (laughs) How did I forget I was limitless? Last week, don't give up, that's right, I need to never give up, even when I feel like, (laughs) wah. You know, you just keep going. And so we create our own tools and resources This is the best part of any coach or any facilitator is whatever it is we need to heal in ourselves, we are working through as offerings usually to other people. And so the, like Awakening the Guides, for example, the course that I have that's online, I did the work myself. I awakened myself. My guides awakened me. And that process became this offering that is available to anyone else who wants to be supported as they go through their process what happens is those who go through the process and awaken have some shift in them and what they're aware of as they're going through the awakening becomes the thing that they offer to their clients because they had this process and (laughs) it's like uh, Melanie's course right she worked through her own shit to get her money energetics clear and in alignment as she worked through that she developed processes and sequences that she now teaches So she puts this course together. She teaches the course. I need that next level of support to expand my business, to expand my limitless possibilities. So I find her work. I follow her sequence. As I'm following her sequence, it's awakening something in me. I'm bringing it to you, sharing it with you. (laughs) It's so cool. I mean, I know there's a lot of shit in this human journey, but like, isn't that amazing? Isn't it incredible that... We can all constantly be receiving information and nuggets of pure brilliance, internalizing it, applying it, and then sharing it. And you get to share that with someone else. I think it's remarkable. I think being a human is one of the coolest things to do. And yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's messy. And it's a (laughs) up and down journey. And also there are these these moments, these processes that we learn and that we embody and that make it so much more fun. And then the communities that we build around ourselves, the ways that we get to share what it is we're learning with other people and then their share and our share is suddenly like, we have matches and we're doing it the same way. Do you want a partner? Do you want to do this thing? Well, how about I check in on you? Now we have an accountability thing set up and then we can expand and move through our shit a little quicker. <laughs> it's, it's just incredible to be a human. And, and when our minds put us in that place of it's terrible, it's too much. There's so many limits. Believe the limits. That's when our soul is like, send support, <laughs> Send Viv, make the video. Oh, Viv, Viv needs support. Send Melanie. (laughs) It's so cool. It's so cool that we have this kind of structure in place. And so this video is a reminder to you. It's a reminder to me. It's a reminder to all of us that we are limitless, that we live in a frequency with Gaia that is limitless. There's no end to what we are able to do and create and become here in this energy field. There's space for so much for us to create. And so why sit in the little tiny thing, (laughs) container, and believe that that's all there is? No. No. So here's this little nudge to you to say, try something different. Take one of those limits that you've put on yourself. Like for me, the summer of manifestation is now the lifetime of manifestation. One thing, one thing I'm focusing on (laughs) because it's going to ripple all over the place. (laughs) Pick one thing that you say or repeat to yourself really often right now, just the one thing, and then change the vibration of it. Change the word. Anything that feels like it's putting it in a box, dissolve the box as much as you can and stretch Stretch out the thing that you're saying to yourself. Make it bigger. Right? I don't even want to guess at what it is that you're limiting. But whatever it is, you'll know. Stretch it. Imagine I could be there and we're kind of knocking the walls down of whatever the barricade is that you've put around that with time or with money or with a deadline or with an expectation of somebody else. Like, Put it all in your own power. Knock down the comfort zone edges. And expand and see what see what shifts just play with it we're in the sign of cancer which you know is all about home and community and friends and family (laughs) so maybe play with that one if you don't have anything else come to mind how are you limiting your circle of friends or how are you limiting your interactions with family members or people that you care about or how are you kind of keeping people at arm's length that maybe it's a limit it's a limit and there's a way that you can receive and give and play with more love and with more joy if you drop some of those limits you'll know you'll know we have a new moon in cancer next week on tuesday is that right i think it's on tuesday a beautiful time for self-care and self-love Uh, For new commitments, new moons are about new intentions. So we're starting a whole new lunar cycle. What is it that you can explore between now and Tuesday? Some way that you can show yourself more love, more care, more attention. What could you claim at the new moon that you are going to do for the whole next lunar cycle for one month? That's just for you. That's going to expand the capacity. Expand the potential for you that sounds fun. (laughs) That sounds fun. I'm going to pull some tarot cards in a video on Monday and post a New Moon and Cancer tarot card reading. So that will be up on my YouTube channel if you want to watch that. And then I will create a meditation, which is always beautiful because um, there's something so pure about a new lunar cycle starting. And the meditations are always um, just really which is really sweet they're really beautiful and they're shorter they're 20 minutes compared to my hour-long monthly ones and so it's a nice way to sort of dip into the frequency of the new moon in that sign and kind of realign your own energy with the higher potential so if your mind is like I don't even know what she's saying about limitless I don't understand what blocks I'm supposed to take down Maybe you try that on Tuesday. Do the new moon meditation. There will be a link on Instagram and on my website in my store. You can easily find it and just sort of tap into what's possible. What's possible for you in the next lunar cycle. And if you're local, new moon gathering tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. You can find that also in my store. All right. All right. Let's see, I have five more of these calls. No, before next Saturday, I think I have four more of these calls with the cash program. So I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know what it's going to be by the time I show up next week. Oh, wait, next week there is no podcast. It is, oh, glad I remembered. Next week is uh, Fourth of July weekend. My. husband's daughter, my stepdaughter is getting married on July the 2nd. So best of wishes to her and her beautiful fiance. Uh, We are going to be super busy on Friday and Saturday getting things together. So I do not believe there's going to be a podcast next week. Unless something changes at this moment, I would say no podcast, but I will be back after the 4th of July. And we will tune in together. By then, for sure, I'll have all of the classes done, and we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what I am <laughs> by the second week in July. <laughs> I wish you such a beautiful weekend, and if you're in the United States, I wish you a beautiful Fourth of July holiday weekend, and I will see you very soon. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.